Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, a weekly spin-off podcast where Dad and I talk about whatever we want, because we, we want to. Uh, I'm Paul Verhoeven, that's John Verhoeven. Dad, there's so many stories to talk about today, one of which I believe is tangentially related to me in mm. a roundabout way. Yes, um, a very unusual crime has occurred mm-hmm. in Sydney. Yes. It's, it's really a confronting crime. Yeah. It involves a Korean Taekwondo instructor. Yes. His reputation is, from what I can gather, second to none. Yeah. And he specializes in teaching children. In fact, he's got between three and four hundred children on the books. That's a lot. I mean, I studied Taekwondo when I was a kid. You sent me to Taekwondo. I, oh God, over in like a church hall in Manly, I did Taekwondo for, you know, three or four years. Did was it just me or did Anne and Mark ever get in on the action? Do you remember? Anne Anne got involved. Did she? Um okay. and your um grandfather. Your grandfather. Yes. Um who was the chief mm-hmm. of a um of a village in Fiji. Uh-huh. He broke the your instructor's leg with one kick. Ah, actually, he broke the instructor. So there was a demonstration. I, I, I was at this class. So my grandfather, Tim Vosolangi, is, yes, Fijian, grandfather by marriage. And he uh, came across and was like an incredible Taekwondo fighter and instructor and whatever. And he came to our class and there was a, there was like a guest kind of Taekwondo guy who came in to do sort of some demonstrations with our teacher. Mm. And yeah, grandfather broke his leg. Uh, mm. It was pretty traumatic. Mm. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty badass. Yeah. Everybody was, uh, it, it was a weird moment of pride to turn to the guy and go, that's my grandfather. Mm. <laughs> in kind of like a proud way. I, um, I didn't really continue with martial arts after that. Can't imagine why. Probably because it got too traumatic. And now I do karate. And uh, when my teacher, when my sensei at class, Natsuko, said, have you ever done martial arts before? I lied and said no, mm. because I didn't really, you know, when you're a kid, you don't really, you're not really doing anything. No. You're just sort of kind of going through the motions. But No, no. So this particular story, um, Paul, is it's it's definitely on the bizarre um, end of the spectrum. Uh-huh. In a nutshell, the... Taekwondo instructor. Yeah. He presents himself to a hospital called Westmead Hospital in Western mm-hmm. Sydney. Mm-hmm. He has got numerous stab wounds to his arms, chest, and abdomen. Jesus. He's in a bad way. Right. He managed to walk into the hospital, which listeners who may 
like to cast their memory back to Paul's first book about the uh, the witch. An extraordinary story mm-hmm. in the annals of loose units. In fact, I'd say in the annals of everything that's happened on the bizarre side of things that's happened in Sydney or anywhere in any country, that story was extraordinary. And for people that don't know uh, the background, go and get yourself a copy, if you don't already, of Loose Units. and Read the chapter called The Witch, because what she did was, quite frankly, almost not of this world. But she did present herself. Mm-hmm. She walked in through the electronic doors of the Royal North Shore Hospital, and she was... Oh, well, she had burns to more than 95% of her body and had multiple stab wounds. So yep. we're just sort of setting the scene here. Now, they've had a bedside court for this particular guy that owns this Taekwondo studio. They've since discovered that he's murdered three people, Holy including shit. an eight-year-old boy. Oh, God. Who was one of his students. Right. He strangled the eight-year-old to death. He strangled the boy's mother to death. That was done at his Taekwondo studio in Parramatta. He then drives to Borkham Hills, which is a suburb in the northwest of Sydney, where he confronts the father of the now-deceased mother and son, and he stabs the father to death. Good God. Okay, so once he's killed the three... Now, they don't know the motive because, you know, the information, that it's, it's very um, sketchy, but they did a bedside court, mm-hmm. which is very interesting, and he has been, or he's going to be charged with three counts of homicide. That's terrible. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, uh, and, I, and I, part of me thought, you know, when they say strangled, um, it will be interesting as time goes by to see on a fairly macabre note. But I'm mm. thinking if you're an expert in Taekwondo, and I've seen some photographs in the media of him in some extraordinary, you know, kicking poses, you know, mm. that, that, that kick they do where the one foot is way above the head. Yeah. I mean, it's just he's almost doing the splits. Taekwondo is primarily a kick-based martial art, and I've... Right. I've I've done um, some sparring against some Taekwondo people and they're very limber, but... Paul, here's a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that if you're an expert in Taekwondo, you would... It's. I mean, I'm just wondering whether we're being sort of shrouded mm. from some more of the more gruesome facts and perhaps my mind goes to why wouldn't you actually, if you're an exponent of a particular martial art, why wouldn't you use that in the execution of killing someone? Yeah, look, I mean, here's the thing. I've just looked up this story. He was fa- so the, his name is Quang Kyung Yu, and he runs the studio, like you mentioned. And he he uh, was injured during all of this stuff. So he he was he's been kind of interrogated at the hospital. So, yes, but Paul, is it not possible that they're self inflicted wounds? Because he says he was attacked in a car park at a shopping right. center. Right. Because I and... was thinking maybe one of these people fought back potentially. The, the like the husband. I mean, if you rock like. <laughs> If you He's, found out that uh, look, he murdered the um, he strangled yeah. the the mother and son. Then he goes to the other house and stabs yep. the husband. Mm. I'm saying, based on, I'm thinking about a situation where you would confront someone 
I mean, the husband clearly would not have known that his wife and son had just been murdered. Mm. He's a, he's confronted. Um, we don't know whether he was an exponent of martial arts. We don't know a lot about him. But I, you know, I would like to to um, bury a little bit deeper into this, but we can't because we're sort of we're very limited by what information we have. I would like to know whether, in fact, the wounds, and this certainly would not be the first case uh, by a long stretch, is that yeah. um, self-inflicted mm-hmm. because you'd be in that sort of state of mind after you've just killed particularly an eight-year-old. Yeah. I mean, it's not, that's, you know, on the spectrum of, of, of murder. I'm seven. Killing a, seven years old. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. It's, it's just terrible. I mean, look, okay, so according to this piece, they're still looking for a motive. Um, hopefully mm. that comes out soon because I would like to know what the hell is going on there. Mm. The, the Martial Arts Academy, I don't know why I feel the need to name this, but it's called Lions Taekwondo Martial Arts Academy. And what sucks here is that if you are just a student of the academy, right? Because mm. being part of a community where something like this happens is deeply, deeply disturbing and it mm. shakes it to its foundations. But can you imagine if you are just somebody who for whom martial arts and this instructor have changed your life and then you wake up in the morning and find out what's happened i mean you mm. wouldn't how the hell do you recover from something no, like this terrible terrible now that's so that's that's the first story the second story i think we'll go into something a little bit lighter and then oh, come God. back to something pretty heavy but sure, paul sure. this is a story for you and the listeners that on so many levels is fascinating firstly a particular event happened in texas on the 8th of February. That's my birthday. This happened on my birthday. Secondly, listeners, Paul has no idea what I'm about to say. I don't, but based on what you said, it's going to be the filling in a tragedy sandwich, so no, I'm no, very curious. Well, it's the filling in a tragedy sandwich, and Paul, what a wonderful metaphor. Thank you. Okay, Yeah. picture a behemoth of a man. Uh-huh. He's got a head on him, like a yeah. DMP. Drop me a pie. Dropped meat pie. Great. That's fallen out of a tree from a massive height. Why was it in the tree? Well, this potato was just up there. And it's sort of parboiled. Did you say this, this potato? Yeah, not... Wait, so it's like not a meat pie. pie. Oh, sorry. Well, isn't that funny? No, it's just that I have an image more of this guy's face as being more of a potato. Well, they'd say a say a baked potato. Okay, so he's he's got a head on him like a baked potato. He's, a dropped he's, baked potato, DBP. He's massive. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's gargantuan. Sure, bad head though. Yeah. Judging by the photographs, either the police officer is a is a very tiny man, mm-hmm. which I doubt. Yeah, but this guy is is he's big. Big boy. And he, he's he's wearing a kilt. Oh, in Texas. Yep. Sorry, I don't mean to disparage the people of Texas, but that's not where I go for my kilts. No, but he wears a kilt, this guy, and he doesn't wear any underpants. Okay, so his dusters and his pudding, black pudding, whatever, however one would describe it, they're all dangling. (laughs) And there's a reason they're dangling. Yeah, what is it? There's a reason he's not wearing any underpants. Uh Uh-huh. Paul, I need your 100% attention for this story. It's so extraordinary. He has been going into numerous antique shops. He then gets antiques, Uh beautiful antiques. Yeah. He then inserts them into his rectum. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, a very, very no, large. No, lots and lots of many, very, many. Listen, a very large man with a head like a dropped baked potato is entering antique stores <laughs> in Texas with a kilt and shoving stuff up his bot bot. Correct. Now, Paul, it yeah. gets worse. Don't see how. Um, well, it does because he's very, very. Us, he uses he he chooses an, an incredible array of antiques. These are genuine antiques. These are seriously wonderful antiques. They're they're they're, they're beautiful pieces. They're on display mm-hmm. now. They've got him on video, and they've found out that he's been doing this for many many months. But when he was arrested, yeah, they 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 used the footage. What he does, he inserts. Various objects, but not just. He doesn't just rub them round his freckle. Okay, Your he use inserts of the word freckle them. Is so upsetting. By the he way, he inserts the objects. Yeah, I don't know whether he lubes up. He may be pre-lubed. Paul, ready for this? When he yeah. removes the objects, they're covered in feces. He then puts them back on the shelf, and it's, wait, wait, wait! They've had to destroy. Wait. Many, Hang many on. objects. They haven't- Hang on. Sorry, this is very important. I thought he's not stealing things and leaving with them. No, he puts them back on display. Wait, he Covered puts them in up- shit. <laughs> what? Yes. It's so bad. <laughs> I- and for all the listeners that don't believe me, d- do a tiny bit of research and all will be revealed. It's a real like- story. <sighs> it's, in, it's happening in real time. It ha- He was arrested on my birthday, which made me feel rather depressed. Um... <laughs> But then many, many other store owners in Galveston and, and many, many towns and and, mm. and villages, not that they have villages in America, but small places with antique shops, mm. people have begun to realize that, oh, no, 
he has also done the same thing. But they didn't know that these things were covered in Scheissen, which is German for shit. And some of some of them, unfortunately, would have been sold mm-hmm. with feces <laughs> and then taken home. And they may even be sitting on people's mantelpieces. I mean, it's just... It's, it's, it's such a messed up story. And it reminds me, Paul, of the famous, if not infamous, story of, of the Pavlova magic. Again, which I believe is in your first book. Yeah, uh, I think so. Or maybe people, it's, people maybe are Pav- traumatized by that yeah, story. I think Pav Magic is actually a, that might be a podcast exclusive, potentially. True, but, but also I would like to say, in fairness to the guy that um, mm. had the Pavlova magic, um, and people who don't know what that is, it's just just do some research. Just type in um, Pavlova magic. But I have a feeling in that particular case when I'd say he was well lubricated, he'd really lubed up. He'd either A, lubed up his bot bot, or he'd Slap. lubed up the actual object. Slather the egg in a bunch That's of- what makes me feel mm-hmm. with this, this guy in Texas that he has pre-lubed his anus. Um, good morning, uh, because everyone. you just wouldn't go up to a beautiful pepper mill or, or, or a bottle opener. And particularly those bottle openers with the arms, because that would be really problematic. Because when you went to pull it out, the arms would open up and you'd be fucked. They'd deploy like an umbrella inside you and Correct. just reef your so insides that's out. Sort of, but that, that, this is, again, this is a true story. Yeah. And, um, and as Paul said, the, um, the filling in between a, a shit sandwich... Well, no, that turns out the filling between a shit sandwich is shit. <laughs> I know, uh, so it's a terrible story, sorry, and it's folks. true, and it's and um, and here's something an aside to the story because I think it's oh, look a lot of stuff had to be destroyed. Uh, there will be a lot of people in Texas, yeah, uh, that that in fact there'd probably probably be many many hundreds of people, mm-hmm. um, but we don't know how long he's been doing it. They also believe he had a female accomplice, um. Here's a big guy. If I saw him in the street, mm-hmm. I would definitely walk to the other side if, if it was, it was a, safe to do so. Do you think it was a well? You, the smell for one. Do you think it was a fetish, or do you think it was just like a weird? Because I thought, I thought, it sounds like he's trying to find the uh, the thing, the object that fits just right. You know, like mm. a slipper. Uh, look, I'm surprised. Honestly, yeah, I, I look. I I don't think he actually. There's no intention to steal, which from a criminal perspective is very interesting because. What is it, vandalism? Well, no, because technically, I mm. think you can clean the object. Yeah. Not that anyone should have to clean it, but he was. You know how they have these bonds in America, where you get yeah. they post a bond. Yeah, it's like, like a, a surety. Bail, a bail bondsman, basically. Yeah. Have yeah, a I guess what the bail bond was. Oh God, it's either uh, no, no, gone. I have no $100. idea. Hundred dollars. Okay, yeah, that yeah, and that so to this... me sort of it stinks. <laughs> well put. Well put. Okay, uh, um, what's what's the third story now? I'm, okay, now the please. third story is really quite depressing. Oh, great! Um, sorry, why, did you, why didn't you finish with the poo? No, I think it's important to have a breather. Um, yeah, the, br- just, the breather just, at the end. You don't... I know, I know. But look, what what we will just finish on, Paul, is it's a it's a tough story. Uh-huh. I don't want to go too deeply into it because it's for many reasons. It's look, it's just out in the public arena now. But Mark Hayden. Uh, who was involved with the Snowtown murders, the murders of 12 people, Yes, the bodies in the barrels, he is being released. Um, and the, the, the South Australian um, uh, parliament yeah. is trying to... Because 
they've discovered there's a bit of a loophole, not insofar as him being released. That is a fait accompli. That is happening. Yep. That his due process has been followed. That's a fact. The only thing they feel is that um, they want to sort of beef up his uh, security. Yep. In terms of being monitored. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to sort of rush something through. Um, how long's that, he been? How long's he been in prison for? More than twenty years. Okay, and he was one of these people mm-hmm. that was aware at the scenes of some of the crimes, but but also found a lot of the crimes incredibly disturbing. And there are instances where he just couldn't be present during right. some of the terrible things that happened and mm. the other people are never ever being released they all will die in jail uh, but this particular person uh, is is going to be released into society and people are going to have lots of views but i guess the thing i would say is before you just sort of inextricably link him to snowtown yeah uh it's a, it's a good idea to sort of get a little bit of history as to his role because clearly uh it's not as I won't say not as bad, but it's it's different to yeah. to the the other other people. Well, there are there have to be distinctions between things mm. uh, in the legal profession. Obviously, you know, yep. I get that. But I mean, that's not going to make it any easier for the vic- for the victims' families. But yeah, it is a interesting mm. interesting distinction to make. Yes, and I think Paul, it's been a, a great podcast. Um, as it's it's been. Um, you know, it's sort of there's a salt and pepper um, mixture of. Um, <laughs> there's a mixture, right? Yeah, a it's mixture a... of the things. I mean, how would you feel? Back back to the the um, the middle story. Mm. Uh, is is it more a psychological? I mean, here I'm just trying to give a, an example of how what the mind, how we how our minds operate. Uh, can I give Can I give an analogy that you may or may not um, include in this podcast, Paul? Yes, and it's a pretty weird analogy, but it's. It's all to do with perception and and context. So if someone really beautiful and famous was to, say, spit on a pavement and people around thought that's pretty disgusting and then a few metres past that particular incident, a, a homeless person who hadn't bathed in two years and who was just, it was just, you know, from a visual perspective, was pretty unpleasant. And that same person did the same thing. Do you think people's perception of the act is different in terms of... Uh, uh, Interestingly, look, okay. So, for example, let's say somebody extraordinarily, like a Monica Bellucci or whatever, like spat on the ground or whatever, and then a homeless person did it. You might be disappointed that somebody who, scare quotes, should know better would do something mm. like that. Whereas you might go, well, that's just, you know, they've been through hard stuff. They're probably going to do it. I don't know. I do think perception changes. Mm. I think the fact that the guy is very, very big and wearing a kilt, I mean, that that baffles me. The, the mm. kilt thing, though, is the kilt was clearly easy access, right? No, you easy want- access and clever. Yeah. Clever. I mean, I went to, I was best, I, I was best man at a wedding once and mm. it was a very windy wedding. <laughs> And the groom was dancing and the wind blew and I got to seize his dusters. Mm. And it was I was shocked. I, I genuinely didn't know that people freeballed um, and they wore a kilt. Just for overseas listeners, by dusters you mean... Balls, testicles, scrotum, <coughs> dingleberries, jangles. Happy sacks. Yep. 
That's all the time we have for this <laughs> episode. <laughs> I'm Paul. That's John. We're so sorry. We'll see you next week for more Loose Units. Bye, everyone. Cheerio. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.